firm owners, and welcome to another episode of the Wobbly Successful Law Firm podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about something I see a lot of law firm owners overlooking until it's too late. Your law firm exit strategy is just as important as your law firm business plan or your startup strategy. There's no book on exit strategy that says that you can only sell your law practice or your law firm if there's more than one partner in the practice from the time of organization or the time of exit. That's not true. Okay, so let's just go ahead and dispel that rumor. If you are a solo owner of your law practice, you can sell your law practice to a junior associate that you then train to take over your practice, and then you can consider doing a seller-financed purchase where you know maybe they pay you a small lump sum up front, and then they pay you X amount from the clients that you have generated over time. That's a model that I've seen work incredibly successfully for a lot of law firm owners. I see numerous benefits to that. The biggest being that you then as someone who's retired still have money coming in. You still have new cash flow coming in. Even though it's not a one-time payment of half a million dollars or a million dollars, it is still something that can support your lifestyle when you are not working full-time. I also see that when you bring on a junior associate, you can train them up the way that you want them to be trained. And you can also then transition the relationships from you to this new associate much more effectively. Because oftentimes clients will stay on if they feel like they are still getting access to you. And if this junior associate, this person that you are trained knows your way of doing things, knows the ins and outs of the clients, the history, you know, the personal details, all of that, because you've taken the time during the transition to train them up on this, then I think that that is an incredibly effective tool when it comes to exiting your law practice, okay? Now, if you have multiple people in your practice, wait, let me take one quick step back. Okay, so that is one such way that you can exit your law practice. Another way that you can exit your law practice is as a solo owner, you can sell your list of clients, your book of clients to another already existing larger firm. Let's say you have an incredibly boutique practice, you're an ERISA attorney, and you have built really great relationships with maybe not Fortune 100s, but maybe Fortune 1000 companies who've really come to trust you as their ERISA advisor. You've worked with some of them for 15, 20 years, been with them through the different changes in ERISA laws, then, you've clearly built up a lot of goodwill and a lot of good faith in that law practice of yours. You can absolutely put a dollar value to that and you can absolutely be part of a transition process where you sell your law practice to another law firm. And I've seen that work, although, there are some things that you wanna be aware of in those situations. 
One is what is a transition period? Oftentimes, you know, law firms want you to stay on during the transition period. I would personally recommend nothing longer than 12 months and don't make it to where you are working, you know, 50, 60, 70 hours a week. You are really just there, you know, high touch, you know, 20 hours a week maximum over a period of 12 months. Because I've seen situations where law firms, lawyers, solo law firm owners who want to exit, they end up in a deal where they sell their practice to another larger practice and they end up being on the hook for five years. And now they have to do things the way of this big practice where, you know, they never had to expense things before, had to do, you know, PTO. They didn't have to do anything with a big firm because they've only ever worked for themselves. And now they're part of this bigger business and it's causing so much anxiety for them because there's so much more red tape that they never had to deal with before, right? So don't put yourself in that situation. If you do sell to a larger practice, keep it as a reasonable 12 months, 20 hours a week, and then you're out, right? Okay, so now let's look at what happens if you happen to be a two or three person law practice and there's other companies that are possibly considering buying your practice, other law firms, right? I see a lot of smaller towns acquiring smaller practices and having a lot of M&A activity with smaller practices. So if you happen to be, let's say in Montana, and you are a bankruptcy attorney and you've got, you know, a decent list of clients and, you know, uh, you're, you're doing, you've been doing bankruptcy there for 20 plus years and you're known in the community. You can then, if you decide, sell your practice to someone else, a younger firm that's come in, they've got, you know, maybe three to five people who are in that same specific area, or it could be complementary where they do chapter 13s and you do 11s. And so now they'll get your 11 clients and you know they'll be able to take that work on as well, especially because they are already a little bit familiar with you know the bankruptcy process, the trustees, et cetera, et cetera. So that is another thing, another option for you if you are looking to exit from your law firm. Now, here are some questions that you wanna consider. It doesn't matter where you are in your law practice because the one thing I will tell you is start with the exit in mind, right? And it is one of those colloquialisms, but it's also incredibly important for you to pay attention to because if you don't know what your exit strategy is gonna be, and then you're in a situation where you have to make a decision because of health reasons, because of financial reasons, and all of a sudden you have to leave because without having given it the proper sort of strategy and thinking and process that you would have given it otherwise, you're gonna be in a rush to make a decision and it's not gonna be you know, the most beneficial outcome for you financially. So put thought into it right now, wherever you are, whatever year in your law practice you are. Ask yourself the following questions. When do you think that you would want to retire? And 
you can keep this as percentages if you want. So you can look at your retirement as, let's say 50%, you bring your workload down to only maybe, you know, 20 hours a week. And then you go to 75%, which brings you down 10 hours a week, maybe just one or two clients that you work with exclusively. Then you look at it as like 100% retirement, which is you are no longer working with any clients. You are exclusively on the golf course or you are, you know, exclusively, you know, traveling abroad internationally, right? Whatever your exit strategy looks like, ask yourself when you want to retire and when you're going to get to 100% retirement, when you're going to get to 75% retirement and when you're going to get to 50% retirement. You want to have those conversations ahead of time, not when there's a situation that is forcing your hand. Okay. So that's the first thing I want you to ask yourself. The second thing I want you to ask yourself is how much money do you really need to make once you retire? And this is, a, is going to be an important conversation for you to have with your financial planner, because if it turns out to be that you are significantly short in your retirement account and you need to fund it with $500,000, then your options for selling will be limited based on how much you need to fund your retirement account by right now, right? So if you need to put in $500,000 so that you can live off the interest, then doing a seller financed option to another associate, a junior associate, someone who, you know, is maybe two years out of big law or something like that is not going to be the most ideal option for you because they're not going to be able to give you a $500,000 lump sum payment, right? Like they're gonna be able to do something that's seller finance, maybe they give you a $50,000 lump sum payment, but they're not gonna be able to give you a full 500,000. So that's gonna affect the kind of exit strategy you're gonna have. If you're in a situation where you don't need a significant boost to your retirement, that is, a large chunk of half a million dollars, then you have more options, right? Then you can consider, okay, well, do I wanna to sell to another associate? Do I want to sell to, you know, a larger firm? Do I wanna to sell to another, you know, boutique firm? How do I really want to exit, right? All of that is gonna be determined based on how much money you currently have in your retirement account and how much you need to boost it by. But it's still important to start thinking about timeframes. What's an ideal situation for you? And here's the other question. How many of your clients will stay on? And what does that transition look like? So often we miss the goal when it comes to transitioning to new clients, right? So often we don't do enough of the introduction, letting the new associates do the work, really letting them take the reins on the client work. What I see happening a lot is that transition period is really rushed. It's not good. The law firm buys, you know, your client list, buys your clients, and now all of a sudden you're in trouble because that client is complaining that they don't like the new attorney that client is complaining that they're not getting the same level of service, that they're threatening to leave. And now all of a sudden you've sold your practice 
and this law firm that bought your practice is pretty upset with you because you were not cooperative during the transition process or there weren't enough steps built in to really you know properly have that effective transfer so you don't want to be one of those lawyers you don't want to be in that position definitely want you to make sure that you are taking care of your clients during this process and this transition. And keep in mind that you as law firm owner who is selling your client list, it's your responsibility to make sure that you're selling to the right person. Don't just sell to the highest bidder, right? Sell to the person that you feel is going to be able to truly provide the best work, the best value, the best work ethic, all of that for your client, because ultimately it comes down to your relationship and your reputation. And even if you say, oh, well, I'm not working here anymore. I'm done. I'm not even a lawyer. I'm moving out of the country. It's still your reputation on the line. And you spent years building that reputation, decades sometimes, right? So don't feel like you're just gonna walk away from it and that's gonna be it, right? Okay, so let me make one more comment on what your law firm exit strategy should look like. We talked about how important it is to know what your needs are financially before you exit, what's going to be the right fit for your clients. The most important thing here is that you have a realistic time frame and you have a realistic number. So I don't want you to be one of those law firm owners who's like, well, I want $3 million for my book of clients where you've never made $3 million from those clients, right? I also don't want you to be one of those law firm owners who's like, well, I'm gonna retire in three years. So in year two and a half is when I will put my firm up for sale. No, you need to have an effective strategy and you need to make sure that you are planning this out. You are giving yourself time. You are looking at all of the possible options for you and your law practice, for your clients, for your team, for anyone who might be buying that practice, right? You don't want it to be rushed. You want it to be intentional and you want it to be strategic. Now I'm gonna leave you with this one last point. There are a lot of valuation experts out there who do law firm valuations. It is something that is not as simple as, well, show me how much money you made in your practice last year, and then let's multiply that by two or three. It's not that simple. I really want you to find someone who is more of an expert in this area. You can even do, you know, Google searches. You can do a LinkedIn search for a valuation expert for law firms. And if you happen to come across a valuation expert who you like and respect, ask them, hey, is there someone that you would recommend to do a valuation for my law practice? I want you to do that valuation at least five to 10 years before you retire so that when you get that number, if that number needs to be significantly higher so that you can retire in five or 10 years, then you have five or 10 years of time to get that number higher. It's not a surprise to you when you're going and trying to sell your business and they're like, oh, this you're, you'll get maybe $200,000 for this when really you need 2 million, right? You can't do anything to get your practice from 200,000 to 2 million when you're ready to retire in a year. 
But if you have five years, if you have 10 years, oh yeah, there's a lot that you can do at that point, right? You're just giving yourself the best situation possible, the best options possible, right? Don't be in a situation where you're sick, something has happened to you, you don't have disability, and now you have to retire, and the only way to do it is to sell your practice to an associate for $100,000, and that's the best that you can do because that's just the situation the way it is, right? Don't be one of those lawyers. I want you to be smart. I want you to be strategic about this. I want you to think about all of your choices, ask yourself really honest questions, answer those questions honestly, be realistic about this process, and know, K-N-O-W, that it will take time to sell your law practice. It will take time to grow it. It will take time to find the right buyer. This is not something that happens overnight. Having a law practice is incredibly specific. It is like finding Cinderella's shoe, right? It is a very specific fit for a potential new law firm owner or a potential law firm or even a junior associate, all right? So if you have any questions on your exit strategy for your law firm, if you have horror stories, whatever it is, I'm so excited to hear about them. Please share them with me. All the details are in the show notes below. Thank you so much for listening in and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye lawyers.